Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Just adulthood, but like teen years. Are we having an earthquake? No, I guess not. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I, I, maybe my heart's just beating too fast from all the caffeine I've had. Um, I didn't know that that was a thing that anxiety can make you feel like it, there's an earthquake, and it can what is up friends welcome back to another episode of hopefully if it's not already your soon to be favorite podcast overshare i'm jocelyn and um i'm here with my girl lil what i you started with an h with the title and i was like <laughs> what what show are, what am i on am i is this ours yes no oh this my is gosh. overshare hello are we on like another podcast hosted by some of our actual favorite podcasters or what i, I don't know i'm really tired today so <laughs> It's been a year already. 2021 has truly taken us places that I could have not imagined, it to be feel, honest. It feels kind of like a 2020 part two. Absolutely. Like the mm-hmm. encore, like the yes. encore. Yes, that no one asked for. Although I did see Megan Rinks, our dear friend Megan Rinks, post that something on like Twitter or maybe it was Instagram. It was like one of my favorite tweets that was like, I feel like my mom just got divorced from a guy she was married to for four years who was super horrible and mean. And then she got remarried to Tom Hanks. And now like my life is perfect. I saw that too. (laughs) And I I also saw someone else saying that they, who was it? Someone that was at the inauguration. I think it was Chrissy Teigen maybe. Oh, Chrissy Teigen. said that they listened to him with a hot mic and like not once did he have any negative like, oh, can you hurry up or like, he's like just the sweetest human ever. Also, I feel as though I could dedicate a whole episode of this show or maybe a series of episodes of this show to my deep love for Chrissy Teigen. Like, yes, I know that she is like the queen of people being like, I'd be friends with her. But like, don't you feel like we could actually be friends with Chrissy Teigen? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's why she's so popular. Everyone because everyone feels like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, what do you say we just jump in? Let's do it. So, over it. What she said. So, Lil, this show always kicks things off on a real low note. <laughs> but I swear it's only up from here, guys. <laughs> yes. Um, what are you over this week? It can't I... be that sweatshirt because it is flawlessly gorgeous pop of orange it's nice and cozy too um i am 
over my phone being such a piece of shit at all times. What phone I do you have, by the way? Which one I'm do you have? Not the 12. Do you have the 11? Is the 12 what's out now? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have the like big ele- the 11 Max or whatever. That's what I have too. So I know I'm not the only one that has been experiencing that uh, it's like it won't give you notifications when you get texts sometimes. Yes, because like you just said there. you're like the most responsive person I know, like on text. That's because I'm just always on my phone. But you're fast. You're always fast. So I know like in the past like little bit, you've been like, sorry, I don't know why. Like I just got this text like three days later. Or I'll like, I'll open it to text you. And then I'll see that there's like a bunch of texts that I never saw that I never got notified for. And I'm like, uh, okay. Did I drunken? Oh, wait, I haven't been drinking. That doesn't make sense. So so um, weird. That's been happening. I also have a weird like text delay that like when I start typing a new text, it'll like I'll type hello and it'll take like five seconds and I'll think it just like didn't register. But then I'll type hello again. And then the next thing I know, there's two hellos. That's so strange. But you know, Apple did admit a few years ago to like effing with people's old iOS on like old phones well, no, so that they would the, be forced to like feel like they so need a new So here's the job. Well, and then to top it all off, my internet will like randomly just kind of like freeze. But then if I pull down like one of my like, m- like the menu things, yeah. then it then it loads. That's so odd. But I should point out that this phone, I just like, this is literally like two months old. I was going to say, didn't you just get this yes, phone? Yes, because I dropped my other one in the bathtub. So why is this one broken too? I feel like you just got this new phone last week now that I'm actually thinking I'm, about well, it. Was, it was like two months, but close. Okay, well, why do you think it's like not working? Do you have like too many apps or too no, many photos or something? Or is I that don't even think an it's issue? The phone. I think it must be like the iOS. You need to call whoever's in charge over there. You know what? Let's get on the phone with them. You know, I love a phone call. Yeah, but not (laughs) one that you actually have to get things done. If it wasn't illegal to record phone calls, actually, you know what we should do? We should go to Arizona and record an episode there because I don't think it's illegal to record phone calls there. And we should call a bunch of people and then put it on this podcast. That's like a state to state law. I don't know. I mean, I know it's illegal in California, but I feel like in Arizona, they don't have laws at all. Like there is no laws there at all. That is not true. It feels Um, like it. But so basically, I'm just over my phone not working ever. It feels like. And that's kind of crucial to (laughs) just life in general. Like, how do you do you go to the grocery store? Like, how do you get food? (laughs) Do you go to the grocery store? Do you do Postmates or like Instacart? (laughs) Lily's being taken away by her dog right now. If you're watching the YouTube video, her dog is pulling her away. (laughs) That was really funny. That was funny. (laughs) That was fun. Uh, uh, Honestly, no, I don't go to the grocery store that much. I've been um, eating out a lot. I've been really, whoa. (laughs) He's he's getting strong. Um, (laughs) It's really aggressive right now. Uh, yeah, no, I don't really go to the store that much. How funny is this? I mean, not really funny. It's kind of actually sad. But um, Lisa, who she uh, rents the the guest house from. Oh, yes. Um, it's her family friends. They live back yes. east. <laughs> the mom, her name is Barb. Of course, they do DIY projects together all the yes, time. Yes. So Barb instructed her that she needed to go to the grocery store. I think we went on... Sa- Sunday, maybe. Okay. 
And she needed to stock up for the week because she wasn't allowed to leave the house because she was worried that something was going to happen. Like what? Oh, because the inauguration. inauguration. Yeah, no, 100%. She's like, no, Lisa, do not order delivery. Don't leave the house. So Lisa made me go to the grocery store with her and she stocked up on all this food. And I'm like, I'll just get Postmates. That's really, really cute. I love that. Actually, you talking about the inauguration kind of brought up what I'm over. Absolutely obsessed with the inauguration, obsessed with everything about it, obsessed with just, I mean, the more important things as well as Michelle Obama's outfit, as well as Lady Gaga singing, gives me fashion in general, Katy Perry. Oh my gosh. Was it not? I mean, Tom Hanks was there. Like, as we mentioned, Chrissy was there, our Biffle. Um, But here's the thing. (laughs) He was nowhere to be seen. Although here's what I will say. And this is very like weird that I even know this. Um, Melania did a costume change on the plane when they left DC. She like took off her first lady garb and she was like, back to Florida. I'm ready to be in the sun. I'm ready to be the Melania I signed up for. Um, When she got off that plane, okay, she was wearing an absolutely gorgeous caftan. And I texted our friend Dana Ward, who's been on the show, and I was like, this is probably Goosey or some fancy brand like that. Goosey is Gucci, obviously. I'm like, you need to find this and wear this. This, You need to claim this as your own. Anyways, that's not what I'm over. I'm actually very into the inauguration. But I, too, was kind of like trying to play it safe this week as far as like some of my plans I had. Mm -hmm. So at the end of this week, which is today... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today is Friday. Uh-huh. Um, I had planned to finally launch my merch. And I've been working on it for a long time. This is what it looks like. This is size cute. extra, extra large. Super cute sweatshirt. Hopefully by the time this episode goes live, I will have worked out the kinks. So I've been working on this forever, finding the right company, finding the right designs, all of this stuff. Finally got what I needed. Finally got 30 or 25 sweatshirts shipped to me so that I could gift them to friends like yourself, obviously. And um, I was like, you know what? I should throw this thing in the washer just to see what happens. Okay. I put this sweatshirt, exact same one, in the washing machine and the dryer the other day and the whole logo melted right off. Can you effing imagine if I would have put these things up for sale And sweatshirts are not cheap. Like they could be 30 bucks, 40 bucks. To me, that's a lot of money. Like the concept that someone would buy this and the logo would melt off is not acceptable to me. So I'm very upset about that. And I feel as though I need to write a letter to someone's mother. Um, That's how I I feel. That's really frustrating. I thought you were going to say that like the dye ran or something. No, like this pink, this beautiful pink, which I like was so specific that I needed it to be saturated uh gone just like gone how like what melted is it, off. it does it say on the tat is like dry clean only i mean who wants a dry clean only sweatshirt no i know but it, are there wash instructions like on the tag no it's just like normal like i'd actually good point i should have looked and see if this sweatshirt this hain sweatshirt says i know i know i'm just curious <laughs> like if it says like don't wash but I would have never wanted to sell something like that. Like, I'm not trying to get into luxury goods. I'm trying to be like the most basic B of all time. So what are you going to do? Well, today I plan to write a strongly worded note to my to my little connection over at the merch company, which, by the way, I'm not going to call them out because they have been nothing but a dream to work with. But I just feel like this is really bad. Right. 
Has this ever happened to you? You buy a sweatshirt and then the logo melts off. It feels like very low end. I've never had a logo, but I did buy like sweatpants from Target one time. And the next thing I knew, the dye had rubbed off like all over my couch. Like in my couch, was red. And I was not happy about it. No, no, no. That's not acceptable either. But you know, or that I just I've feel like put like, something in with other stuff and then the dye ran onto all the other clothes. So what I'm going to do since I have 30 sweatshirts, obviously this is not the one I was talking about. I'm wearing this one today and then I'm going to wash it again to see if that was just a one-off fluke because maybe my dryer is like, I don't know, on fire or something. Who knows? Which remember, speaking of Megan Rinks, do you remember that her, like, her old dryer almost caught, caught on fire? fire? Yeah. So... Who knows? That, that was weird. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh, so I'm going to do a little case study wow. and see what's up. You but just brought that? me back. That old apartment feels like a lifetime ago. It was. That was like f- over five years ago, right? Like seven years ago, maybe. Yeah. Wow. I, Isn't I don't that know. crazy? That, I know. Uh, back in Culver City. You I guys know, were which, names. I know. We would have been neighbors. I love this town. But um, anyways, that's what I'm over. But I'm hopeful <sighs> that we're going to figure it out. And it was just like a one-off situation. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Because like, I don't, I just, I'm so tired of waiting. And anyways, whatever. It's just oh, well, more 2021. Really quick, before we move on the show, I have been advised um, by my legal advisor, aka the producer of this podcast, that I need to clarify that in the state of Arizona, it is actually a felony to record an in-person or phone conversation without the consent of at least one party. Violators may be subject to civil liability. And that is AZ Revstat 133005. Basically, like, don't ever listen to anything I say. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, don't record phone calls in any state. (gasps) Unless you have permission, in which case, do you? Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy, Lil, because, you know, I've always been obsessed with like the concept of like, I'm such a straight laced person, but we've recorded like conversations. Well, I mean, I don't don't think those people are going to come press legal charges. It's like when you're recording a private conversation. (laughs) Plus, like, and they're recording them, too. So if they're recording, I'm recording. Feels Uh, like we were always allowed. And we were always so nice. Like, I think if you're calling someone to say something nice, oh my that God, should be an addendum. What, what are our viewers over? Uh, hey, guys. My name is Rhiannon, and I'm calling from South Korea. You have listeners in South Korea. Uh, what I'm over this week, but just in general, uh, is the fact that I am not completely financially independent from my parents. And... Uh, in Korea, it's really hard, especially if you're living in Seoul, to get a house or a room on your own. So the rent is really high. So normally before you get married, you tend to live with your parents, even if you've been working for a pretty long time. I'm currently 28, 29 years old, and I've been working since I graduated college, which was 24. So This year would be the sixth year that I'm working and earning my own paycheck. So it's just that um, I am expected to live with my parents before I get married. And I've been dating uh, one person for about eight years, but I'm still not sure when I'll be getting married. So uh, I'm getting a little bit stir crazy. Like I thought I would be independent at least by the age of like 25 or 26. And I get that is pretty unrealistic for anybody living in Seoul. 
but still, like, I don't know when the situation will change. So that's what I'm over. My parents really want me to live with them because, you know, like once I get married and get independent, there won't be a time in my life when I'll be living with my parents full time. I completely understand that, but I just want to function as a financially independent adult <laughs> since I am far off uh, in terms of being of age. I'm like, I've been of age like for 10 years. So that's what I'm over. And I've been listening to your podcast every week and they give me a lot of joy. And I hope you guys have a wonderful start to 2021. Thanks. Bye. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad for her. I just wish I had anything of value to offer. Here's what I would say, Lil. And so I don't know if it's just a financial thing or also like a cultural tradition that you, because I know there are other cultures where if you're very traditional, it's just customary that you live at home with your parents. It's not like a very American thing. Obviously, our parents are like, you're 18, get out. I don't (laughs) know who would hate it more if I lived at home, (laughs) me or my mom. I mean, I did a short stint living at home, as you know, for like a year and a half with my parents. And like, they were not involved in anything I was doing whatsoever, like didn't bother me at all. But even I was like, I need my own space. Um, but you just need need your room to spread your wings. I'm curious why would would it be allowed Roommates? if maybe she got a roommate? Yeah, is that I I same thing as you. I don't know what the cultural Norms parameters are. about yeah. everything is, but it, a roommate or is moving to another place feasible? I feel like probably right now in the world, I don't. No, I don't know what That's COVID true. is like everywhere else. I know it's a fucking dumpster fire here. So, um, yeah. And I don't know if it's like also common to like live with your significant other before you're married. I honestly have no idea, but it doesn't really sound like she's like in a rush to marry this person at all, yeah. which is great. Don't get married just for the apartment. Okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I have friends who've gotten married just for the taxes for sure, but that's a different story. I, but it, if it is just a financial thing, I feel like I've especially seen a lot of TikToks recently, which I also don't know what the prices are like there and like how much more money you would be right. needing to make to be financially stable. But especially during COVID and everything going on, there are a lot of people that have found ways to make money online. Mm-hmm. And even if it's something I saw a TikTok that was showing like do, like transcribing so it's like oh. literally just like listening to something and typing it. And it was like, I don't know what it paid per hour, but stuff like that, where it's like the time difference wouldn't matter. You could work for a com- I don't know how that works either. I guess like on your own time or like, are, in the middle of the night. I have no idea. Are there like work visas involved if you're doing it online? No, I don't think so, actually. I, I I shouldn't say anything yeah, that could be yeah, illegal I, we, anymore I, I, on this podcast. We, we don't know. But okay. I if that's an opportunity that you could look into, I feel like there's a lot of things that you don't realize are like, I mean, it's busy work and it's not going to be fun. But if you just needed to like make some money and you had some time, I feel like that could be an option. But also it goes back to we don't know what the... Yeah, what everything the vibe else is like. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I will say because it sounds like you're kind of in this situation and it's always the best if you could get to a place where you feel comfortable and you can like accept whatever version of living with your parents is. So I just recommend noise canceling headphones. 
That's it. <laughs> Get some ear pods, put them in and put them on noise cancel. And at least then you feel like you're alone, kind of. You know, That's the other true. thing is if you're sharing a room as a 29 year old with like a younger sibling or something, um, that would push me off the edge, probably, especially during quarantine. Like, let's be real. If you were living with your sister, okay, and you were two adults living with your mom right now, I mean, I love my sister and we would probably murder each other. I'm twitching, actually. <laughs> would never be able to handle that. Oh my gosh. Uh, so basically, yeah. well, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I know. And kudos to, for you to be sticking it out. And I hope that you can find some kind of solution that makes it a little better for you. Yeah. What about getting your master's in another country? And then you could live in like a dorm. Why don't you go to grad school? Because she said she's already finished college like 10 years ago. That'll definitely make her financially independent. Are you well, kidding? She can, she can get a scholarship. She sounds really smart. Okay. <gasps> there you go. Okay. Yeah. If you can get a scholarship, yes. Otherwise, then, I would say maybe don't. But any, I mean, I'm not going to say that because follow your dreams if you need to yeah. go to school. But if you're trying to be financially independent, college is probably the opposite of where you should go. Student loans. I don't know what they're like in Korea, but in America, they're real effed up. Oh, Let's yeah. Maybe maybe are they not as bad other places? Who Everything knows? sucks here. Maybe so. it's free there. Maybe it's free there. But I would recommend going because your parents will support that. Your parents will be like, oh, my gosh, we're so proud of you. You're getting more educated. Of course, you can move away to South Africa or something. And then wherever you go, you could have your own room or your own apartment so I'm advising you to move to the other <laughs> side of the world just to have your own space. <laughs> there you go. Take this advice with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay, you guys, if you want to be on this show and share what you're over, please call us. Yes, we have a phone line. It's 562-661-8729. Leave us a voicemail, three minutes or less, letting us know what you're over. And we highly recommend that you write this all out before you call us. And please share your name if you feel comfortable doing so. And if you're not sharing anything that could be illegal, you know, consider not illegal. Not that Jocelyn would know. No, not that I would know, but I would also like to clarify at this point in the show that a lawyer on TikTok, per our legal legal advisor, Melissa, uh, there's a lawyer on TikTok who posted that if they're recording you, you're probably allowed to record them. And I say probably because... It was a lawyer on TikTok. Exactly. I'm not quite sure. So anyways, I feel like we are real adults. <laughs> oh, wow. <gasps> okay, let's move on. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
for the meat and potatoes of this show. That makes me kind of hungry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did I tell you I've been eating a lot more red meat these days? Like I'm you... a carnivore kind of. What what kind? Like I ate like three bites of Chris's hamburger. Uh, I've been making actually a lot of fillets from Costco. Ooh. I need to drop off a little care package to your house because I think I'm good at making fillets. Like it's all those years of working at Outback Steakhouse. Okay, please. Yes. Liz and I will both take one. Medium rare. Yes. And Costco and their meat section, chef's freaking kiss. It's amazing. Do you know what my mom was just talking about was um, Gelson's apparently has really, really good pre-made meatballs that you just pop in the oven. I love Gelson's. That's one of those snobby markets that I could get down with there, and drop yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's a little overpriced. It kind of reminds me of like a a more mainstream Bristol Farms. Ugh, Bristol. You know when I lived next door to Bristol Farms in Beverly Hills? I was spending my whole clever paycheck on the salad bar there. We used literally. to go. Um, there was one right by our high school. So we would walk there during breaks and stuff. Of course, your high school had a Bristol Farms adjacent. Mine had like a Taco Bell. Okay. Yeah, and, and the movie theater was um, just like, the, the, oh, wow, man, movie theaters don't exist anymore, do they? What's man movie theater? Is that like a brand? The, the brand, M-A-N-N. Oh, never heard of it in my life. Okay. I, I don't know her. Well, it, it turned into one of the first um, like fancy, I think it was Movie Co. At the beginning, or is that the mall one? Oh, is that no, one of the ones Sinopolis. where you can order food? Oh, yes. yes. Yes, and it's like very like, it. there's a lot where you can order food, but this was like fancy as fuck. And like, oh my gosh. probably I feel like if you ordered like alcohol and food, it would cost you like $60 to go to the movies. The movies are very, very expensive, even though I don't know if movie theaters exist anymore. But I was live- just going to say, it's weird to be talking about that because they really even, are, they aren't a thing. I went, why aren't there more... Um, drive-ins. Like, it doesn't feel like it's that hard to execute and there's a lot of parking lots everywhere. So fucking figure it out. I would love to go to the (laughs) drive-in again. I've gone twice or three times. I've been three times during COVID and it's the first three times in my life because we just didn't have them around in LA. Well, and like, when I think about it, the only person I hang out with is Lisa and like, she and I don't watch movies together, which is strange because we both love movies. But she loves movies. But like, I don't know. She doesn't like coming and just like hanging out with me. We have to like be going somewhere, I think. <laughs> so um, I feel like if we had a drive-in movie place to go, that would be perfect. That would be amazing. Put it on your to-do list. Um, well, back to the meat and potatoes part. That oh, I was talking yes, about. And sorry. I do love, love potatoes, specifically French fries, but that could be another episode in and of itself. You know, I like <laughs> salty foods. Like, you know, I like chips and like what? stuff like that. How, what? How do, what are we talking about? Oh, the meat and potatoes of this episode. You know, like the topic that we're discussing and oversharing yeah. on this uh-huh. episode. So last week, I got a, did like a little Q&A on Instagram. You know how that's kind of trendy right now? Like true or false or show me a picture of this. The or show whatever me a picture everyone keeps doing. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want to do that. But like, fuck, you should. That takes, I have so many pictures on my phone. It takes so long to do it. It's just, I, no, it's it turns so into fun. like... It'll turn into like a two hour thing. It's so rewarding, though, because it walks you through so many fun memories and reminds you of the life you used to have. (laughs) When we used to be fun and productive and do things. Before, when we used to like go to a different country every week, which is like actually how our life was. Um, 
So I was doing like one of these little Q and A's on my Instagram. And I I get a lot of questions from people about like, how do you stay so happy? How do you stay so positive? How and then I've gotten a lot of questions also about like during COVID and quarantine, like, how are you managing stress? How are you taking care of that? Because I will say that I think this time, not just in America, particularly in America, though, with what's going on in our political system, hopefully not anymore. Um, but for the last year, um, if everyone is more stressed out than they've ever been, everyone is like scared they're going to get COVID, uh, just devastated by what's happening in our world. And don't you feel like maybe the most stressed out you've ever been? Well, it's funny because I was actually just thinking about it and I wouldn't necessarily call it stress. I don't yeah. really know what I would call it, but like, I feel like I, strangely enough, I'm probably less stressed than I normally would be. Probably just with my chronic pain and having to like go places and like being pulled a bunch of directions. Right. So it doesn't feel like the same kind of stress. It's more of like a, just like a weight that's like, like you can't take away. Never can't take a, like a fully deep breath. Like I I feel like I haven't fully like relaxed. That's not good. That's like really that, that also good. has some stuff to do with my like ribs being out of place and stuff too. But um, yeah, it's less of like a oh no, like I'm like really stressed about this. Like I feel like when I'm stressed, I get more kind of like high strung, and this is like the opposite. I just feel like defeated. And I think that's honestly the sentiment like across the board for so many people around the world. And the question I got, or that I kind of like answered, was like what do you do to manage stress or how do you manage high stress levels? And I was like really honest in my response. I was like, I'm like, honestly, I think over the course of my life, not just adulthood, but like teen years, are we having an earthquake? No, I guess not. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I, I Maybe my heart's just beating too fast from all the caffeine I've had. Um, I didn't know that that was a thing that anxiety can make you feel like it, there's an earthquake and it can. Wait, so is that what just happened? That <laughs> happens to me a lot. Like weirdly a lot. Oh my gosh, that was weird. Maybe my neighbors are just moving around a lot. Um, But what I said was, I think that I've gotten too good at managing stress. I manage it very well. I I like people would never know if and I think it's helped me a lot in this career that I've done because I can handle a lot and you don't see anything happening here. It's all happening like a duck swimming under the water. My feet are like this. But like up here I'm just like I'm great. I'm doing well. Everything's fantastic. Um But what I've started doing more recently, like in the past couple of years, is like just trying to remove stress, like remove toxic situations, toxic people, whatever I can. And you can't remove everything from your life, obviously. But I found that that's been really helpful. But I'm curious, like, how do you like what are some things you use to like manage the stress in your life? Are we asking for healthy coping mechanisms or my coping mechanisms. This is overshare. This is where you tell the truth. No, I would say not. It's not particularly the most healthy all the time. I think sometimes it can be fine, but just to kind of like um, unplug and not talk to anyone. 
I think that's fine. And not necessarily unplug. Like, I just not answer. Or like, like I've had not the best last few days. And I literally have been like sleeping for days. So I I, feel like my body kind of like will just be like, oh, you want to shut down? Okay, we can do that. And then I kind of will bounce back later. Otherwise, in terms of just managing it day to day, so it doesn't get to the point that I just like need to like pass out for three days, because I feel like actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that does happen like once every few months. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that you're like moving a lot, which I haven't been like the last week or two, which I think probably has a lot to do with why right. I don't feel great. Right. But it's like if I feel like I, I'll get in like a rut where I won't feel that great. So then I will stop moving and then you won't want to move more. But if you stop altogether, then everything just gets worse. And then your body gets all like kind of just like achy and sore. Mm-hmm. And this is also because of my back issues. I don't know if that right. happens for just normal people. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think being outside also, like you always read that like vitamin D gives you joy and stuff. But it's like, literally, I feel so much better after I've been outside. Why do you think you feel so fabulous after you come back from a beach vacation? Or like my and that's another thing, my skin, if I'm happy and I'm outside, my skin is clear. Like that 100% will clear everything up. If I'm inside and happy, it doesn't matter. Those <laughs> so are, it's like, funny you would say that, Lil, because those are the two first two things I do when I'm like, just overwhelmed. I Go on a walk. You've always been a a big. She she used to like disappear from the office and go on like random little walks because I just just like there's too much noise here. There's too much going on. Too many people asking me to do weird things 24 hours a day. I would be like, I'm going to go on a walk for my lunch. And then I'd come back like an hour and a half later. But also um, music. I think music can flip a switch in us so quickly so quickly that if you listen to a playlist, like a Spotify playlist that brings you joy and you go outside and take a walk, you will come back as a new woman. I think it's crazy because I just told someone this recently that I'll have times that I'll get in the car. I'm like, you know, Megan and I both say this actually, that you know that you're like depressed or like in a not good place when you get in the car and you've been driving for like 20 minutes and you realize you didn't put any music on, (laughs) especially for me. Like I always listen to music and I'll just be like, oh, like I just don't want to listen to anything. And that's usually if I'm like kind of overstimulated and I just like can't, I like need everything to be quiet. I would say though, driving, big thing for me that I like, I feel like it helps my back sometimes too, because it'll like reset it a little, but mm-hmm. I can just kind of zone out and it still gives you something to focus on. So you're not like completely in your thoughts, but then you can just kind of like turn some music on, relax. I did also see a TikTok that said that people that um, like driving and listening to music to think about things are people that don't go to therapy. And I was like, <laughs> it's a form of therapy. It's like, free. Uh, sort I feel of. like attacked. Um, and then, uh, well, full disclosure, I already put this all over Twitter for like the first couple weeks. I, or like week or so I was on it. Um, I started taking Cymbalta like to, um, like a month. You, have you gotten used to it at this point? You feel? (laughs) Yeah. I missed, I was supposed to have another appointment with my doctor where we were going to talk about it. Well, yeah, and then we're supposed to up the dosage because you do. Also, by the way, let people know what Zimbalta is. Zimbalta. Let me Google what the. So I was talking to my doctor that prescribes my Adderall, and she 
had suggested because I was like telling her that I'm feeling depressed and Mm -hmm. just not great lately. And mostly that a lot of it has to do with my back. She goes, oh, why don't we try you on this? Guys, let me read you what Cymbalta is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's used to treat depression and anxiety. In addition, it also is used to help relieve nerve pain. That's like literally. I literally, I was like, what, why would you, why didn't we bring this up sooner? Why wouldn't we have tried that? Like in, especially when I tell you that my anxiety and depression is mostly coming from my pain. What, why wouldn't we try the thing that knocks out all three? Are you kidding? That's crazy. So, um, the first week it has like very intense side effects. And a lot of people were like, no, don't take it. Because I guess coming off of it is like not a fun experience, but plot twist. My sister's been on it for like 12 years. Oh my gosh. Did you um, know this? Did you know that your I knew sister she was, was taking on, it? I knew she was on a few Something. things, but <laughs> I, I didn't know that this was what it was. And so then my doctor was like, I feel like it's it's likely to work on you if it works on your like Yeah, it feels genetically, like the genetically it would make, it sense. Would make yeah. sense. So um, I feel like I've gotten, I don't have any side effects anymore and we need to up the dosage, but it was kind of rough at first. But I was saying that the first things I noticed were that I was like, having more of an appetite that I was like craving more foods. That's so good. That's that I so was good. just like enjoying music more. Like sit in That's such a weird thing to say, but like sitting in the car and like an old song would come on and I'd be like, like really ready to sing along to it. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a pretty good mood. You mean you're <laughs> like, enjoying life's simple pleasures? This truly, is so important. And that's, that's great. So, it was so weird because it's not like a big picture. Like, oh, I feel happy now, but it's like little tiny things that you're just like, oh, I feel like a little more content without like I didn't even realize it that's amazing that's awesome and I think so I'm hoping if we up it then it'll help more because now I'm just like "Mm." (laughs) and mental health is like so I mean directly connected and affected by stress 100 percent and I know that meds isn't what everyone wants to do but But you can explore it if you want to I think that if you're down like I'm for me I'm like you mean I can take some I can take a pill every day and I'm gonna feel better fuck yes give me all yes please (laughs) and then it affects like all these other smaller areas of your life then you can improve elsewhere yeah yeah like your appetite or your willingness to go places and do things that helps you move more and like well you just like don't realize especially I think right now when we're all in quarantine and like also, like, and I'm just alone most of the time. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, well, I mean, like, everyone's this depressed. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, is everyone? <laughs> like, I think a lot could, of people. Could I fix this? I feel like I you kind a lot of, of like. Are. You, I think a lot of people probably just are chalking it up to like, oh, the pandemic, being at home, like, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that could be it. But it also could be like, you actually Something are depressed else. and you could be feeling a lot better. No, absolutely. I totally agree. And, I think exploring your mental health with a, a doctor or like BetterHelp or one of those apps or whatever, if you feel like you've tried going on a walk and like listening to music and drinking more water, I mean, if one more person, it, although it is true, people are always like, just drink water. It'll solve all your problems. Listen, I, I mean, do need to drink more water. But I was just saying that it was Lisa and I were talking about it. I was like, even if I drank like all the water in the world, like I, cause I, for, I would go in phases that sometimes I would drink a lot. You I have had water phases. And I didn't, I know this. I felt like a little better in some aspects, but it definitely wasn't like, 
everything's fine now. Like, (laughs) that's what everyone's like, change your diet. I'm like, I'm sure it would make a difference, but I don't think it would be like, I don't know. It's helpful. It's like a basic human need. One of my friends that's a doctor says that when I was going to say her customers, when her patients come to see her and they're giving her like vague symptoms. (laughs) kind of what it feels like in the medical field. Like, oh, I have, um, I have getting a lot of chronic headaches or. Wasn't there um, something called the five W's or I'm not pooping or something. She'll be like, when was the last time you, you know, had a glass of water? She said like literally 90% of people are like, I only drink soda, like Diet Coke. I drink like 15 Diet Cokes a day. She's like, try mixing in like a gallon of water and let's see what that does first before we start like pumping you full of like, I don't know what medications for your ailment. But water, water definitely is like, turns out it's a basic human need. But what are the five W's? I just, I was Googling it. Um, It's post-surgical five W's. So it's wind, which is- Oh yeah, I know what that lungs. is. It's when you have to breathe into that machine to make sure your lungs yeah. haven't collapsed. Um, Terrifying. And that water, wound, walking. And then the last one says wonder drugs. Oh, okay, <laughs> Which I great. don't know what that is. But um, I was reading something just about like how walking is such a crucial thing that people don't think about. And what I said earlier about just like, when I don't move for a while and I'm like, oh, my back hurts. But if I keep moving, then it just gets progressively better. It's true. And I think it's so annoying. And like, it's, I, huh, cliches are so annoying, but like a lot of times they're true. That is, if you want to have energy, you have to like create it by moving. And Ugh. that is actually, honestly, to a certain extent, true. There are, and I know, and I fucking hate that it's true because I swear to God, if I wake up, if I get in a good sleep schedule and I start waking up early, I wake up like seven, go for a walk. I, even if I like, even if my Adderall runs out, I could wake up, go for a walk. I think I, even when I um, trained with my basketball friend mm-hmm. that I'd run out at the end of the month. And I literally had um, woken up, gone for a walk with Max, gone and played basketball, gone and done a bunch of work, went for another walk. Like once I get started, I'm like, what else can I do? But if I'm just on the couch, it's like, mm, might as well And stay that's here. honestly why I have like, I've just like probably five years ago, 10 years ago, I was like struggling with energy levels a lot and like blood sugar all over the place. That's why I cut out sugar, which is like a whole other thing. Um, But that's also when I started like getting really committed to working out early mornings. And it really makes a difference. Huge difference. It's just so hard because it's hard though. It's it's hard when it's cold or like, I think when it's really hot, I'm like, can wake up and if it's like, 85 degrees in the morning, go out in a sports bra and it's fine. It's when it's cold. You're just like, I want to stay all cozy. It's very true. It's very true. Something else I thought of that has helped me manage stress and something I'm not good at at all, but working on um, is saying no to people. Like I'm such a yes person. And obviously during COVID, there's nothing really to say yes to because it's not like we're being invited to go to things or do things or participate in things really at all or very seldomly. True. Um, but I have a lot of trouble like turning anything down. I say yes to everything because I'm always like, oh, maybe it's a good opportunity or I can help with this or whatever. But the more you say no, I swear to you, the better you feel and the more successful you are. And I just feel like recently I've been just even saying no to yourself. Yes. Um, I have a problem that I'm just an overachiever and a perfectionist. So if I like 
in my head think that I'm working on something that I should be done with or that I should finish in the next couple of days. And then something prevents me from doing that. Then I'll just beat myself up about it. And then I'm just like, oh my God, I can't get anything done. Then I just feel worked up all the time. I've started to try and be like, okay, realistically, you were never going to finish that in two days. That's That yeah, was never no. going to happen. Yeah, And it just like actually taking a break and stepping away from it and like letting myself be like, you are going to watch a movie right now and you're not going to be mad that you aren't working for the next two hours. Yes, like and allow to, yourself like, to like, relax Give myself and some rest. breaks because before it's like, and I think also working for yourself and working from home and doing what we do, we're also like, I like editing and I like researching and I want to, and a lot of the videos I'm wanting to do are much more in depth doing both of those. I just like don't know when to stop. And I like totally it's hard to balance when it's a hobby and work. So yeah, just forcing myself to kind of make a hard line between what's work and what's not. Make boundaries, really, yeah. I think. And like, that's something that and like work on managing expectations. Like I even do this with um, it's so funny. Chris always says I do this with my family. Um, I never tell my parents like I'm going to come over and stay overnight or anything like that because it gets them too excited, you know? So I just am big. I'm like, I might come over for 15 minutes. And then really I stay for like eight hours um, because I don't want to disappoint people because that stresses me out. They're not stressed out. It stresses me out. Yep. So I'm big on managing expectations. Like Chris will tell you, I already know what we're doing next Christmas because I want everyone to be on board. I don't want anyone to be sad or upset. So like planning ahead and managing expectations of other people and also people we work with. Like I don't like to be stressed about deadlines. So I'm just very much like, I will get this to you at a realistic time in seven days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because otherwise people will be like, can you get it to me today? And I'm just like, sure, I can do that. Yeah. And then I make myself crazy. Like you have to say no. That, so yeah. anyways, I'm still learning these things. I'm well, and, the process. and I will throw out a thing I've learned with deadlines is they're very often flexible. Uh, absolutely <laughs> negotiable. And think how often the other side is changing the deadlines. It's like, hey, um, I I need an extra day. Like they, they should be okay with that. Usually it's fine. 100%. Something I'm curious if you have heard about or taken a deep dive into and I'm just gonna guess it's probably no but is a lot of like high performing people and like people who are in like the self-improvement space like the Tony Robbins vibe people which I've gotten deep into like the last couple of years like listening to these people's podcasts because I'm so fascinated by them is like the didn't more... he have some weird sketchy stuff come out yeah I don't follow him but it's like that <laughs> vibe yeah I don't know like I, I've never gotten like into believe in yourself dude yeah yeah, like walk on fire. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. you won't get burned. That kind of stuff. I, I'm not, I haven't done that yet. Um, but they're all obsessed with the art and importance of the morning routine. And that like what you do in your morning sets the tone for the day, not just working out, but like meditating, reading, drinking a cleanse, whatever. Like these people have like full-fledged routines that they stick to like military style. Well, that's I not to bring up my Adderall again, but like in the morning <laughs> when I take it, there will be times that I'll take it and I sit it, I'll be like sitting on the couch and I'll be on my phone. And if like I get into reading something and then it kicks in while I'm like talking to some 
fuck, if it kicks in like while I'm tweeting, oh no. Like if you'll see mornings <laughs> where I've tweeted like 15 times before 10 a.m. <laughs> Adderall kicks in. That's because it kicked in while I was on my couch instead of while I would like what I need to do is take it, sit at my computer, kind of read my emails and like ease into it. And then I'll already be like in a work zone. But I don't do that. I'll like go take a bath and be on my phone for four hours. And then I don't get anything done because I'm like, oh, what do I need to buy on the Amazon now? Instead of like, if I'm just at my computer and I'm actually like, okay, you need to get this done. I'll get more. I'll get 10 times more done than I would have if I had actually just done everything normally. But you know what we should do? Like we should do like the really low end version of a morning routine and like do a challenge with our just audience. For a week. Like do it for a week. I, I believe even do... just making your bed every day makes a difference. Oh so gosh. I was like, I don't want to make my bed. I just get back in it. But making your bed will, it makes you feel like you have your shit together. It really, that's how it makes me feel. Like my pillows are in place, perfectly quaffed with like I a even, nice throw blanket. My I life just, is good. I just cleaned my office. Um, recently but not really cleaned as much as organized, organized. And picked everything up but um and now every time I walk by it I do feel a little better because I'm like oh doesn't feel Absolutely. quite as like oh fuck I can't even look at that there's so. this there's this woman who has a podcast I think Melissa probably knows her she's probably like worked with her or something because Melissa's the podcast queen but her name is Gretchen Rubin and she's written a couple of books and like she's really done a lot of research and is very obsessed with the concept of happiness. And I read one of her books called The Happiness Project. And it was all about like the things she had done to make herself happy because she was like very curious about like how are happy people happy. And one thing I realized is like for me, for example, is clutter makes me feel totally insane. So I get actually stressed out if my house is too messy, which is so well, stupid. And also, because you, you have two people in a pretty close very quarters. Small, very small place. But no, I, it's weird, though, because you're a relatively clean person, I feel like. Yeah. I'm like thinking back to our offices. I'm like, yours would stay relatively. Oh, my office, though, at Clever was like a literal. It wasn't I mean, dirty, though. It no, was it like, wasn't dirty. It, it was, was like clean. You had a lot of stuff, but like but it wasn't like, necessarily... Oh, a, a designer gown next to some moon boots. But like you walk into my <laughs> office and it's like, oh, does a child work here? <laughs> um, and then it's like, yeah, this is Lily Lisa's office. Oh my but, gosh. Um, I struggle because I do, I like, I don't, I think I function much better when everything is clean, but I like, I can't mentally keep it that way like right. it is so hard for me to stay organized and then I read something also that said that if you have ADHD that there's something where it's if you don't like if you can't see it it doesn't it's exist not there. to you yeah. yeah so it's like that's why a lot of people are cluttered because it's like oh you need all of your stuff out because otherwise it's just like you aren't gonna even know where it is and I'm like I, do you I don't open my closet <laughs> <laughs> like I literally don't wear anything that's in my closet. There could be a bunch of comfy sweatshirts in there, but nope. I just wear like the 10 that are recycling, but I just keep And washing. then go to Target and buy some water. <laughs> Truly. And I'm like, that <gasps> actually applies to like most things in my apartment that I'm like, oh, I, yep. 
I, so I think I like will have days where I try and get organized, but then I get too organized and then I don't use anything or I lose it. Yeah, no, but I do think, Lil, we should, maybe we should make a video about it and invite like our followers in to participate. We should do a morning, a three-step morning routine. Nothing crazy. Do you have one now at all? I am like a big morning person. I mean, you know this, this is not a secret that I like get up at the crack of dawn, but I would be willing to, I do my own morning routine. So I always get up earlier than Chris. I immediately have coffee because I have priorities. And then I do like, I'll read for like 15 minutes or whatever before looking at my phone. I'm telling you the curse of death Um. is looking at your phone the moment you wake up because there's nothing worse than being like, arisen from a slumber to find out like all the horrible things that are like going on like you're attacked immediately by like a million texts or emails or you get stressed out and distracted and so I do I love and I know it's not realistic for everybody maybe I'm crazy but that's been helpful for me I feel like it's hard to avoid I don't like go like straight into like checking my Twitter and my Instagram it's hard but it's hard to avoid it just because that's my alarm and then I'll um like, even if I were to, like, go on a walk first, like, I'm listening to music and going on it. I guess I could yeah. put it on airplane mode or something. But, um, but yes, we I need to take Max up. out. And I wish that he would wake me up more consistently, but he will let me sleep. <laughs> so, so cute. He's, he's such a, a good pup. But we should do some research. And if any of you guys listening or watching have any We should tips, try and do, like, the waking up at 5 a.m. for a week. And we should do, like... I'm saying that optimistically now, but I don't know how I feel about it when Honestly, it. <laughs> some nights you might just still be awake at 5 a.m. Like, let's I, be real. That's happened twice this week that I went to sleep at 7. Oh, Lily, that stresses me out. That makes me feel barfy. It's like, it's, oh, and no. And then I wake up at, like, 1. I hate seeing the sun come up if I've been awake all night. It's really... I feel like a vampire that needs to get back to their coffin. But I just read something that I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> and it was like, for... Oh, crap. Where was that? must have been on my phone. Um, it was some article that said that the reason a lot of people like staying, who did it say it applied to? It was like people that are stressed, anxious, or there was like another category too, but that you like staying up late and that you, they called it some kind of like procrastinate, like sleep procrastination. Yeah. And it's like, even if you're really tired and you know, you want to go to sleep and you want to wake up early, you enjoy being able to stay up late because it's outside the realm of your normal day. So you don't have the stresses of the normal day. Right. And it's like, you don't, and I've said this before. I'm like, it feels like no one's going to contact me. No one's, I'm not expected to do anything. So if I do something, then it feels like, oh, cool. Good for you. But otherwise, like, there's just no pressure. It's like a very like free zone. But like, then I don't go to sleep until 7am. And then it fucks up everything else. That is literally you just said why I get up early. Because everyone else is quiet. Los Angeles at 5am is a ghost town. There's nothing going on here. I could literally be in the countryside of Idaho. Okay. And no one's bothering me. I'm not getting any texts, no emails. And it's just me time. And it's just like quieter. Like, yes. and I don't even know, not like noise, like something about but in it. Just my feels, brain. Yeah. Like everything's <laughs> just like, huh. like I, I saw someone else say this too, uh, that they do this. And I was like, oh my God, I do that too sometimes. And now I don't feel like it's quite as much of a waste that someone said that they'll like go and drive to Starbucks every morning to get a yeah. coffee. They're like sometimes I don't even want the coffee. I just go for the drive. And I was like, <gasps> Chris does that every single day. I go to McDonald's so often in the morning and it's not like 
not super expensive. So it's not like I'm like, oh, darn, I can't believe I did that. But like, I'll get food. And sometimes I'll have like a couple bites, but I'm not even starving. It's just like the act of like getting out and doing something early makes me feel like I did something. And it's nice to drive around. Well, Chris will go and I usually make my own coffee, but he'll sometimes like get me another one. Um, and he'll be gone getting coffee for like 30 minutes because he likes to cruise the street I'll before accident, anyone's I'll, out. Like, I'll literally be like about to turn on my street to go home. And I'm like, another loop. (laughs) The other thing I recommend for people who live in California or somewhere near an ocean, there is nothing more soothing than going to the beach and being near the water. And it's one of the only things we could do right now safely during COVID. Just far away enough that like, it's not for me at least. It's a little closer for you. It's very close for us. Yeah. Because for me, I have to take like, I have to go down the one-on-one to, and like, go through the canyon there's no like freeway no to... traffic though girlfriend no traffic it's still it's like the time there, to do zero it. traffic it literally takes at least 35 <laughs> minutes still once a week you should commit to it once a week i want to do like it. i uh, th- some of the times that i'm like up like i was gonna say early but it's when i'm up super late that it um, is early again that i would love to like go get my mcdonald's and like go watch the sunrise at the beach but then also i'm like ugh. But what if I'm like really tired then once I get there and then like I don't want to drive back. So you're just, just like stuck living at the car. beach for the rest of your life. Honestly, uh, that sounds kind of nice. It makes me wish I had one of those little uh, vans or Airstreams. Oh, those are so cool. Well, okay, great. Um, so I'm glad that we're going to do morning routines. Ooh, we'll and have I to actually further discuss have a, this. I have a great follow-up to what I, similar to topic to what I just said with Airstreams for our oh, next segment. yes. Yes. For for share well. Oh, okay, great. All right. Well, then let's jump in. Yes. So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. For my share well. Yes. I tweeted this last night. When, what is time? What day is it? I don't know. What what is day? Um, I have a new hobby. And I I use the term hobby very loosely. (laughs) What is it? It's the... And you know I love this anyway. You and you would too. I you know I love real estate. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, Who and looking at like, and I've always been into like every time we've stayed in an Airbnb for clever for something. Well, you would I'm always gonna, find them. I'm not going to say every time because London was not my fault. But um, <laughs> the worst Airbnb I've ever ever stayed <laughs> but in. If you like look back at our Coachella one, or like, I guess we've only really stayed at like one cool one. Maybe. No, they were all like kind of cool. I mean, I have low standards, so I whatever. I, I just, I'm really, uh, I've always loved finding like, and it doesn't have to be like nice necessarily. I just like love like a cool, like kind of quirky Airbnb. Uh, so my latest hobby, I feel like I always used to go on once in a while, but recently I've just had nothing to do. Oh my God. I have taken the hobby from like looking at places that I might go someday to everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, they have such cool ones. Wait, so I, what's like the coolest one that you found so far? Um, there's, speci- I think out of all the ones I saw, okay, we'll go with weirdest and coolest. Okay, great. In Idaho, there is a potato you can stay in. What? And it's like weirdly trendy inside, like looks like it's like an Airstream in Joshua Tree, but, but on what the outside. Is it? What's it, it made of on the outside? Like actual potato skins? Or? No, I think it's like a, like it's stone. I don't know. That's I, so I really don't weird. know. I'd have to find you a picture of that one. Um, the one I actually, I mean, I would want to stay in that just because it's yes. fucking hilarious. But uh, the other one is there's, and I have a picture of this on my Twitter if anyone wants to go check. But there's this 
uh, gorgeous, like multi-room uh, treehouse in Atlanta, Georgia. What? What's the weather like in Georgia? Well, uh, funny you should ask. During the winter, it does get cold there, like icy. And during the summer, it's like it's called humid, hot Atlanta right? for a reason. Like it's like sweat ball, but it's it's great. Have you never been there? Have we never been there no. together? No. I Can thought- we go to this? <laughs> it's similar to New Orleans. This feels a little more like a romantic spot, but literally it it looks like a fairy lives there. And it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I need to go. Um, oh my gosh. Some of the other ones, though, I ended up looking. I ended up. It was like one thing led me to another. I was looking for work things because I have this idea for a like kind of road trip thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. But so I was looking for places in Death Valley specifically Great. because they were close okay. to somewhere that I wanted to go. But like, right. I don't, you don't stay where we would be going. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, oh, I bet there's like cool. It's the desert. There's probably cool Airbnbs. Correct. There's really cool Airbnbs. Because what else do you do out there? You have to have an Airbnb. And they're all so much cheaper. I'm like, Joshua Tree, you could stay in like a decent one for like 250 bucks a night. 250 bucks a night in like a random in Death Valley or even like, I think I got to like Montana. I was even looking. It's these like gorgeous like hilltop properties with like infinity pools overlooking the desert with no one for miles and i'm like that's awesome because you just go there and post up by yourself or with some friends for like a week little and they're all like relatively cheap too i mean that's amazing cheap, affordable but did like, you see the place that grace helbig um posted about yes because airbnb advertises that on their front page every and i how literally, did she get in there well it's i've almost booked it before it's you the, have the, the inside doesn't look it's like it's not a night. That's exactly what I was saying about like the potato. The potato one actually was pretty nice. <laughs> the The one she stayed at the inside and I'd be actually, I want to ask her about it. It didn't look, it doesn't look like dirty or not right. nice, yeah. but it's just like very basic. It's like there's a bed and some stuff. I don't know if it had like another, if there's like a bathroom or something like next to it, but did you there's see There's got to be a toilet somewhere. The Airbnb reposted it. No, they did. Grace is so famous. Oh my they gosh. She got reposted it. by Airbnb. With Bernie in the picture as the meme. <laughs> and it says, so sorry. It says, Grace Helbig, so sorry about the double booking. Glad you both could end up staying. Stop. Whoever is running Airbnb social accounts is absolutely winning at life I, right now. I laughed way too hard. I thought it was hilarious. But that it's funny. So funny. That, that, uh, that one specifically isn't Joshua Tree and I see it on the front page of it's like they have little categories you can click and it says unique stays and that's always the first one there and I've never seen anyone actually stay there I love that I love that so much oh my gosh well I can't wait to go to one with you because your 30th birthday got truly screwed up and we got to put that on like the redo list because birthdays don't count in 2020 and maybe potentially not this year either I'm turning 30 oh god yeah no it's literally how weird is that that it's like two months away and That's crazy. It's going to be like a full year. It's so wild. It's so weird that we've I'm been so living mad. this We life. should have just gone. It would have been like still it, okay It to literally go. would have been fine. We were just being really overcautious. Because we were like so freaked out. We didn't know what was going on. We Lily's were ready birthday. for it to be like martial law for everyone to like yeah. literally. So <laughs> Lily's birthday for context was like a week and a half or one week after the COVID shutdown. 
No, and I it think, was, it, I think her it was like birthday weekend, weekend was planned the weekend of COVID. It was such a mess. That sucked. It was like 12 of us and we were going to stay at this like old Western. It was like, it used to be a movie set and it had a nice like normal house. But then the rest of it was this old weird Western town. They had like a saloon and a jail and a little... Uh, we were going to take pictures where it was going to be outside the church and it was going to be a funeral for my youth. <laughs> we still have to do that. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Sad. Sad. Well, I like your new hobby. Start making a list of places that we could go to, please. Oh, I save all. That's not my tweet says. I found a new hobby. <laughs> LOL, hobby. Um, where now I just look at Airbnbs at places that I might never visit and I might never stay in. <laughs> Do I save them anyway? Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, okay, well, for me, uh, this week, I was brought a lot of joy when our country finally swore into office the first ever female vice president. Okay. So as we all know, this was happening. And most of us had already accepted the fact that this was happening. I um, just, he, that, just, he just like left. Like, I'm like, wait, he just gave up. So really? I don't know about you, but I was watching the inauguration live and I was literally looking like my always grow self around that time of day. And I was like shoveling cereal into my mouth and like practical. I was like crying. I was like, it was such a big moment. And I'm so glad I got to witness it. I know this is like deep for our show because our show is usually like really silly, but um, just a really big deal. Like, I don't know if it's going to strike us for like 50 more years or whatever, when our children are like, were you alive when when Kamala Harris came no, into like, office? I mean, even I, that and just everything going on right now, like it, it's the stuff that like people read in history books. And it's like, wait, uh, what? Like, no, you didn't live through that. That didn't happen. Or COVID. like, it just seems so <laughs> ridiculous. And it's like, uh, no, like. I even said a while ago, and I saw someone tweeting it more recently, especially after he got banned. But I was like, they're going to have to include tweets in history books. Like, oh, my gosh. Absolutely. So, and like a lot of not even just Trump's tweets, like all, so many tweets from all of the people. And I'm like, who's going to like good luck to the historians that are making the textbooks for 2020? The historical, the historical books are going to need to be multimedia. They're because... going to be like literally if it was an actual book, it would be like here's a normal history book. And it would be like like one year is going to be an entire I like, know. four year class. I know. But what I was thinking was like, OK, this is like such a huge moment in our history and for women. And I just for so many people, obviously such a huge moment, but how cool is it going to be? And this is me like envisioning the future that I hope for. Is it going to be in like 20 years when we're like, yeah, ladies president, like who cares? That's how it is every year. Like, duh. Like, yeah. Could you imagine? It's like, we finally freaking realize a lady needs to be in charge. It's going to be like, oh, we should have done this sooner. (laughs) Or have you seen the image that's like been everywhere, but especially on Instagram where it's like, a photo of all of these like old guys with curly wigs, like as vice president, vice president. And then the tiny bottom corner is Kamala Harris, like just rain, like, look, like a beacon fabulous. of sunshine. She's like, oh, also something else I love about her. OK, I love so many things about her. But like I took a photo of this because it was so cute. When, after she got um, sworn in, she like was with her husband or something. And she went like this. Like she's when she gets excited, she sticks out her tongue. Like she has I just, a little she has tongue such good smile. energy. 
oh my gosh. Yeah. She does this little tongue smile. And I think I like it because it reminds me of my sister. She always does a tongue smile. And it was just like a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, she's like a real person. She did a tongue smile. Like, I I love that. It baffles me how much of a real person she seems because like, how are you not stressed? (laughs) I'm like, how are you functioning at such a high level when you're taking on such a disaster like because she's ready for it because she can do it you know and um the other thing with the inauguration and then I'll stop rambling but um Lady Gaga can own me like I love her so much I've always been such a fan of hers like I've gone to her concerts and dressed up as her that's where we're at all right um we used to have a show at Clever a weekly show called what's up with Gaga Gaga, where we would just talk about her so when she sang the national anthem or the Star Spangled Banner right yeah she um blew me away but if you watch it and you look right behind her sitting right behind her I believe was Kamala Harris's um stepson Mm-hmm. And at one point when she was singing, it was probably so powerful and like loud. He looked scared. He was like, <laughs> go back and watch it. I might have just like he seemed like blown away quite literally by the power of her singing voice. I, I would be. And I, I need to go take a screen grab. But he was like, and then, of course, Bernie, all things Bernie have been really fun this week. Like what was in the manila envelope? Do we know? I just tickets. The, the internet has just really been the saving grace for 2020 and 2021, I think. Oh my gosh. And Chrissy Teigen, shout out to her for being the 12th person for POTUS to follow. She's been blocked for four years by President Trump. And now she's That's unblocked funny. and followed. Yeah. Oh my God. I, <laughs> she I requested really... it. She asked to be followed. She was like, can you please follow? <laughs> I just want to know what Trump is doing. I just like want to be a fly. He's just golfing. That's what he's already been doing for the last four years is golfing. He's golfing. Is everyone embarrassed? Like, no, because I don't think that they think it's real. Like, I've heard people that are like, he's still coming back like in April or something. Uh, I'm like, I don't (laughs) get it. I don't understand. Oh, God. Mm. Well, anyways, Lily, I feel like this was a great episode. We talked about a lot of things. We did. And I'm excited about our morning routine. And um, I just I feel like very happy right now. It's that and the caffeine. (laughs) I was like, I think maybe you need to cut back on the coffee. I know. This is actually decaf. I have been trying to cut back, which is really weird for me. But um, this has been a great episode. For those of you guys who want to be involved, again, please call us 562-661-8729. Leave us a voicemail letting us know what you are over. And we would love to include you on this little show, this little program, as it were. (laughs) This program, yes. (laughs) Um, And that's it. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being here. Salutations, friends. May. Right. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.